0: Hey, party people. It is April the 1st, 2022, and the time here in Egypt is 11.13 a.m. How are you doing? Oh, man. it's Yeah, it's been a crazy week, I know. But we're in a new season. We are at the start of a new month. And thankfully, I am in a place where they don't play that whole little stupid... April Fools game, it's annoying, It's all, it always has been, so I'm really thankful to just be somewhere where people are really getting ready for a spiritual season, and not running around trying to figure out what kind of joke to play on people, um, so, hey, this is the 100th episode of One Year in Egypt, 100 episodes, y'all, I can't even believe I had that much to talk about, but... I'm not surprised so thank you all for being here to to celebrate that here with me I am walking around the Mall of Egypt and today is very 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 serene it is literally no one in here and it feels really good they got nice little music playing and um, this is just a good place to catch all up I am one day away from starting Ramadan and this morning well first of all last night one of my students Uh, sent me a message on teams and was like miss are you ready for ramadan and i was like i'm as ready as i'm gonna be and he was like it's very very difficult miss um so make sure that you tomorrow um you eat and then you do not eat after six p i mean you do not you wake up in the morning and eat uh at like 3 a.m but i'm sure he means like four because he said it's before the I think it's the El Fajud or the El Fajid, which is a prayer that they do early in the morning. Um, So, I was like, got it, got it, and made note of that, because I've really been in a a headspace where I'm like, Kamika, you need to be already kind of, um, you know, in a headspace where you are, I'm walking by this place, y'all, and I'm struggling not to go in. Anyway, you need to already be in a headspace where you um, are trying to practice this. But when I tried to practice it the other day, I panicked. And I was like, just be patient. Don't be hard on yourself. You're going to flow into this. You're just going to flow into it. So I kind of stopped being so hard on myself about trying to practice it before it actually happens. So today, I wake up and I have another team's message from one of my students who's asking me about homework but before he leaves the the conversation he says "Um, did you know miss that first of all we practice Ramadan so that we can get a sense of what it's like to you know not have food um, and to you know align ourselves with those who have less than us and then he proceeded to tell me once again it is not easy. You know, it's very very hard. And I can imagine for a 6th grader who gets to eat whenever, however, whatever they want to have to go into a spiritual moment of aligning themselves with those who don't and have to align themselves with that in a spiritual way to where they're doing their prayers 5 times a day and you know they're starving but The beautiful part is honestly that they do it in community with each other like it's not just in the synagogues and the mosques it's in the school so it's a whole practice within the community that I really love now. Yesterday, they had Ramadan Day on campus. I didn't know what that meant. You know, I was like, okay, Ramadan Day. And they were like, where your Galabayas? And the Galabayas are the long gowns. And with men, it's just, it looks like a long man's dress. Or a t-shirt, elongated t-shirt. But for women, oh my God, y'all, the colors. And some of them have little like chingly things on them. So that when you move, you, you know, you sound like a belly dancer. Um, and the students were here for it. They came dressed up. Little boys in their all-white Galabeas. Little girls in their um, intricately designed. You could tell some of these Galabeas were like, you know, you paid some money for that because they were gorgeous. I mean, simply gorgeous. Um so I, um, I did not buy a Galabaya I've been seeing them And kind of wanted one But I've also got the common sense to know Don't be putting on something in another culture That you don't know what it means you don't, you don't have any idea Don't just go buy stuff Because you're feeling you feelin African today That's not like what this is So I have been seeing them But I hadn't bought one And now I know You know Pretty much what the purpose of them is I saw Galabaya's Yesterday, the teachers were explaining to me. You know, some of these girls are wearing galabayas that only a newlywed bride wears because she's supposed to, on the night of the wedding, you know, do a little seductive dance for her husband to, to you know, get them, you know, ready for, for their their long life together. Um, so i got to see like you got to be careful what Galabeya you you buy now i get it in in the world everybody's like i just want to be free i want to wear what i want to wear but i think when we get to those kind of points of like just doing what we want to do we we begin to kill culture or we begin to create new culture which either way i'm here for it because being uh african american our culture is you know we've had to pull it out of being um (laughs) separated from our true culture so our culture is um an amalgamation of survival tactics you know and and what we can remember ourselves to when it comes to being able to separate ourselves culturally from other cultures um but here it's very strong like it's even with the the Coptic community it's just very strong and I'm here for it I applaud it I love it when I can be somewhere and see people not only holding on to their culture but it's 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 literally in the air you breathe right so right now the mall I'm at the Mall of Egypt and the mall is really empty and it's because people are getting ready for tomorrow they are preparing right now they're probably doing their last final meal celebrations um, you know, um, they've gotten all their groceries and they're starting to settle their bodies down. They're starting to be in the spirit of prayer. They're starting to um, get their kids ready for this long haul of 30 days of prayer and fasting. And they mean it. And it just feels good to be around it. Now, what is the contrast to this for me? The contrast for this to this for me is in Western culture, in the Christianity that I have shared with my family and my friends all of my life, Christianity has relied upon um, the church. So, Christianity has been one of those things where they preach to you what you should do. But once you leave the church, it's up to you to hold on to that. You go to school, there, there's no prayer. Right? You go to work, there is no prayer. Um, you hang out with your homies. Nine times out of ten, if y'all going out to drink, ain't nobody praying. Hey, let's pray before we leave or you're sitting in the restaurant and all of a sudden it's prayer time so things shut down that does not exist here in i mean that does not exist in america it doesn't exist in the way we think it should exist here is very different it's very very different the prayers ring out five times a day i don't care where you are You hear those prayers now in the schools. We don't stop and the kids, you know, bow down or whatever, but it's always in their ears. It's always a reminder. And the kids are so conservative. You know, Um, we were reading a article that Jane Sexton wrote. And when I said her name, I'm telling you, the kids were like, oh, my God, miss, you said you said the S word. And, you know, so they're very conservative in their nature. So you can tell that they're always being reminded of who they are culturally. And it makes me say, you know, religion is a culture. Religion is a part of the culture. It's a part of the culture. It's not a culture, but it's a part of the culture. And how you indoctrinate that into the culture is what matters. And Christianity pretty much... (laughs) And the African-American community aligns itself with being in church. That's why people are like, when I grew up, we was in church every day. But that's not where God exists. God exists in all ways, in all spaces, at all times. So there is no daily prayer in America that rings out, right? There is no uh, time of full fasting that community-wise American Christianity wraps itself around there isn't there isn't so and, and not to mention Christianity you know has all of these and continues to have all of these breakaway versions of Christianity not that Muslim not that Islam doesn't it does too but y'all know Christianity has like a A, B, C, ABC and D section um so I'm just and I'm not I'm not here to do an anti-Christianity um podcast right now. I'm just here to tell y'all what the differences are and what I'm experiencing and what I like about what I'm experiencing, you know, because it is true. People love discipline. If we can get some discipline from somewhere, we'll take it because we like knowing that there is something to do when it's time to do something, you know, and I like, I don't know, Ramadan day yesterday was just cool. It was cool to experience and I'll never forget it. Um, And I will forever probably do my best around April to participate in Ramadan Even though I've been baptized in the name of Jesus, right? Um, And I think that's what the world is about, you know It's about us being able to experience each other in a respectful way and take away from each other the things that Make us feel good and the things that make us feel whole and the things that make us feel complete So, um, I got to dance yesterday, I had a wonderful day, Um, they had these dancers on the campus and I posted this on my Facebook, where the guy um, puts on the skirt thing, he turns around and he actually transforms himself into one of the decorations that is celebrated here during Ramadan, I don't know what the name of it, it's like a lantern of colors, Um, but it was just really cool to watch. So today I am here celebrating the 100th episode of I was about to say he had it coming The 100th episode of One Year in Egypt And I'm going to eat me a nice meal I'm going to buy me something nice Because I haven't really shopped for me since I've been here And I am going to um, get my groceries that I'm going to need I need, you know, a lot of water and I need to buy me some dates. I also learned that the Saudi Arabian dates, which are the drier dates, are the best dates. They're the best dates to eat, and I've had them. Um, My coworker brought me some Saudi Arabian dates and some Egyptian dates. She said the Egyptian ones are normally the softer ones, which I'm thinking are the ones that we kind of experience in America, because I've never had the really hard ones, and I've never really seen them, but I've never really looked. I always just buy the Majul dates, But now I have, you know, a little bit of experience to like kind of look for a particular type of date. Um, I'm here for it. I'm going to see what works for me and what doesn't work for me. And I am going to keep it moving. Um, with that being said, um, I thank y'all for rocking with me. I thank y'all for growing with me. I thank you for being able to be transformed. This is not the kind of life where you just pray for something and expect God to fix it for you. You pray for something and you begin to work on it while God helps you, pre- while God helps you perfect how you work on it. You know, and you you allow yourself the the room and the 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 space and time. To heal yourself and make things right Where you can But you already know that In a lot of spaces The very people that Are sitting back thinking that you wronged them Y'all were in the wrong together So if they haven't done the, the right thing There's no need to go back and apologize There's no need to make things right And when somebody has always made you feel uncomfortable And in your adult life They still try to Kind of be a part of you Without reconciling um the history then you have no obligation you have no obligation and you got to keep moving forward we we spend a lot of time trying to prove to people that we're doing better because we're posting it on on social network and we're posting quotes and things like that on social networking and that's not where that's not that's not how it's done I'm going to tell you that now that is not how it's done we have got to be vigilant about privatizing our healing spaces so that God can really operate in our lives and apologize when people tell you maybe you should apologize you know what I mean? Make it right when other people tell you maybe you need to make it right because it's not going to kill you it's not going to kill you or hurt you but to push through something irregardless of how you've treated other people um, <clears throat> sometimes that's not the best way that is not the best way so you know, everybody's journey is different. Everybody's life is different. Um, but be careful how you uh, create your spiritual life on social networking. Because that is exactly what you're doing. You're creating a spiritual life. Alright, I'm going to take a picture of this skull. This, this blinged out skull that I'm looking at right now. It's gorgeous. And uh, I'm going to go about my day. Be good. Be good. Be good. Be God. Peace.